Welcome to That's What She Pled with attorneys Christina Goldberg and Julie Lurson from Lurson Goldberg LLC, law powered by women. It's time to shake up the old standards of law and of business. Join these two witty, intelligent, and sassy female business owners who are taking their industry by storm, challenging stereotypes, and shattering ceilings. These two are on a mission to educate, empower, and support not only their own clients, but other powerhouse female entrepreneurs. Come for a laugh and stay for the vibe as Julie and Christina hold nothing back and share the truth of what it is to be female attorneys and business owners through discussion of current events, original stories, and inspiring guests. Now, on to the show. So this is the That's What She Pled podcast. I'm Julie Lurson. I'm here with my partner in crime, Christina Goldberg. And today we're doing a hybrid episode. It's it's in-house, but we also have a guest or two. The second guest is due to arrive in a couple of days. But yeah, we are here with Neil Lyons. And I just thought we should start at the beginning before we got sidetracked with our normal fun. Right. Anyway, welcome, Neil. Thanks for having me. This is our first hybrid podcast. That's what I'm calling it. We're in-house, but we have a guest. That's it's funny. a pleasure to be really with y'all on here and uh, I'm just excited to be able to talk to you all through this format. This is where the Southern y'all suddenly single, single syllable words become, you know, multi, multi-syllabic. Day by day. Right. Well, and it's great when you really get them going. We have such a good dynamic though. And it's, it just it makes worse. sense for us to have you, have you here with us to talk a little bit about what you do and what it's like working with us. Full honesty, by the way, Yeah, feel free. Yeah. And we can, we'll think about this depending on what actually is discussed. I mean, maybe this is, that's what she pled after dark. I think it's a brilliant idea. Uh, well, yeah, then you have to, then you may have to narrow down who you're giving it to. So the reach is a little bit, a little bit different, you know, it's a little bit narrower, narrower, we, excuse me. Yeah, we may have to have one of those precautionary warnings before people start listening. That's right. You know, I kind of, I kind of liken it to insurance with USAA. They don't have the best rates because you know they have a narrower pool of people they can pull from. It's the same with that's what she played after dark. A lot less people to actually send this out to. <laughs> what an but analogy! Yeah, that's true. Less people than our than our listenership already. It's good. It's good. Anyway, Select. all right, Neil, tell us a little bit about you. So, so Julie and I and our our probably anybody who listens to this podcast already kind of knows our story, me and Julie, and what we do and and personal injury and and that you sort of became our next natural fit, confusing as it is that you're a man. Right. Uh, and we are law powered by women. For us, it it was kind of fate. It was kismet. And we already worked with you and and now here you are. But talk just a little bit about what you what you do for us and why. So I, uh, I'm responsible for uh, my department at the uh, firm is the elder law department, which is estate planning, which is who do you want your stuff to, to go to, who do you want your stuff to go to when you pass away? And also uh, part of estate planning is who's going to control my assets and or my healthcare decisions if I'm incapacitated and need someone to do it for me. That's generally what estate planning is, essentially, who's going to get my stuff and who's going to help me if I'm incapacitated. And then there's probate is how do there's probate is how do we ensure that the stuff that you've left to people gets to where it's supposed to go? 
And then there's a trust administration aspect of it, which is uh, avoiding probate, but also making sure where you want your stuff to go happens. And then, of course, there's the guardianship side of things, which is essentially asking a court to appoint somebody to oversee your assets and your healthcare decision making. That's what I do in a nutshell. Well, that covers quite a bit of real estate. Do you have a favorite among those? I'm sure that you love them all, but do you love one more than the other? I what's fun is uh, estate planning and and is is probably the most fun out of all the three because you get to see a lot of family dynamics in play. Um, you get to it, it really is the most peace of mind granting side of the practice. People people want to know okay I, this this is going to be taken care of. I don't really have to worry about this. So that that to me is the most most fun because it really gives people an opportunity to to feel feel comfortable about what might happen in the future. In control. Um, oh yes, and you get to see different kinds of family dynamics too, because it's it can it's be not a little really... strategic. There's yes, strategery yes. to all this. Strategic. There's always strategery, especially to these things. One of the most important things too is when it comes to decision making, making sure you're picking the right person, right? So whoever is going to control your finances, this, this that's one of the most important decisions you can make. It's one of the most important documents you have, and it has the potential to do the most damage, because. You're essentially granting somebody the authority to have access to everything you own. And that could be a great thing and usually is a great thing, but on occasion, it's not the best. So helping helping estate planning clients strategize as to who's the best candidate for that is is actually enjoyable. Is it your role to discuss with people who come in, hey, this is a really good idea or hey, this is a really bad idea to have this person be your personal rep or to have this person be in charge of this trust? Do you, do you actually get involved to that extent? Well, as part of, you know, it, the conversation eventually leads to that anyways. So with, with probate, so if somebody wants to be a personal representative, the person that's in charge of making sure the probate, the person that the court appoints to be in charge of the probate, of, of your probate, there are rules to who that person can be. So if they've been convicted or pled nolo contendere to convicted, excuse me, they've been convicted or pled nolo contendere or have pled guilty to a felony, they're going to be disqualified. So that's obviously hmm. that's legal advice given right there. Then there's also the uh, the practical side of things, right? It's like, okay, you have two children. Who do you pick to be your, your agent under a power of attorney to have access and control of your finances? Who do you pick? Which one of those children lives closest to you? That's a conversation we might have. That's a more practical thing. Um, if the one that lives closest to you happens to have a gambling problem, that's probably not the best person to pick. So it eventually just leads there. It eventually the conversation typically goes there anyways. Have you ever had a really uncomfortable situation where you said that's a really, really bad idea and they got Still angry? It? They never no, I well, I've I've had that conversation with people, but they never got angry. They understood. I, you know, they said, Well, you know, we just don't know who to pick. I said, Well, offend someone. Make sure that, you know, don't be afraid to offend someone mm-hmm. because this, again, this, these, these documents are important, but there's a lot of damage that can be done if you're picking the wrong person. Well, then the corollary is if you have young kids, the person who's maybe handling your stuff is not necessarily the same person you want to raise your kids. If God forbid that eventuated, yeah. somebody may be great with kids, but not so great with money. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting, too, because you can like it's exactly right. You can kind of liken that to that show on, on Netflix called The Crown, where Prince Philip is great with money, but Charles's great uncle, Lord Mountbatten, is better raising Charles than, than, than Philip is. So it's sort of like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Philip's the money guy. 
Lord Mountbatten is sort of the, the strategic fatherly figure. I haven't gotten yeah. that far, but I have. Well, been so I'm sorry. It. That's a spoiler. I don't know if that was a spoiler alert. I apologize, but I'm well, a big pop culture person. So I like to bring that into these things. Well, the, it, it's, it would in theory be based on their lives. I mean, the, the true story, right? I've watched all of the crown, I believe. Well, you should see how offended people get when you tell them what happens to the Titanic. So I'm not, <laughs> and I can't believe there are people that haven't seen that movie yet. So, but that's, well, I'm just going off How do you that. not know what, wait, what part of Titanic? How do you not know what happened? Just generally, how do you not know well, what I happened? I can't tell, I can't explain it without giving it away. So I'm not going okay. to. Okay. Oh, All right. No okay. Titanic spoilers today. Okay. None All of right. that. Well, how about Britney Spears? <laughs> I mean, I think everybody that, knows what's a, going on with her. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were talking about guardianships, so and we were talking about pop culture. So let's let's see if we can't knit these things together. Yeah, you did some some oh blog, some blogs on that, didn't you? You were kind of like following following Britney through her the succession of of things happening to her life. I did, yes. And her uncoupling. What was interesting about that, actually, yes, she she was under a conservatorship, what they call that in California. Conservatorship is simply a guardian of the property. It's very much the same thing that we have here. And what was interesting about that, when my when those articles first came out, my little sister, um, she's what I like to call the big TRL fan. She used to watch Britney Spears on TRL, and she said, you know, I can't believe my big brother's writing about Britney Spears, whoever would have thought. And it was true, because I couldn't stand any of that music. But it was fascinating what happened to her, because she she... Hold that she thought, a, everybody. We'll get to it soon. Yeah, but she was <laughs> she was a she was a huge. I mean, if anyone, she still is a very big pop culture icon, and and it's very difficult to really even find out what why that why this conservatorship was put into place to begin with. There's feel free to look at. I mean, to the listeners, there's so many good documentaries about it out there. Some some are some are better than others, but I think to this day the the original court records are sealed, and and they typically are here in Florida too. If you actually want to go into a uh, guardianship file, you can you can look at certain aspects of the pleadings. But the reasons why someone thinks somebody may be incapacitated that's usually redacted. You can't see it, so I'm not really surprised that we can't really figure out what's going on with with why it's or why it started to begin with, but. The fact that it lasted for so long was 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 more most fascinating to me. Well, there was a lot of money at stake. Oh yeah, that's right. And a conservator, um, in this case, her dad had a lot of control over it. And of course, he's going to have to have attorneys because he's essentially a fiduciary, kind of a pseudo fiduciary, for lack of a better word. And in in Florida, all guardians typically have to have attorneys, and I imagine it's the same in California for conservators. Um, and so it wasn't just him that was making money; probably. Who knows what he was making? I, I don't. I don't know. But the, his attorneys were certainly making money. Anytime petitions were filed to remove the conservatorship, they were all making money. They were billing money out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of money involved. That's a that 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 to me is is one of the more fascinating aspects of, of guardianship. Something I I've in in in, in that one, it, it sounds like it was a mental health type. It was a guardianship based off of her mental health, which our system here, quite frankly, really isn't designed to handle. You know, our system in Florida is designed to handle incapacity due to dementia or uh, right. significant cognitive decline. Mm-hmm. And a lot, and and with respect to you and your practice in the guardianship arena, it's not uncommon that you're involved on a pro bono basis. A lot, quite a bit, actually. Yes. So perhaps unlike some of the attorneys that were associated with the Britney Spears conservatorship, they're wasn't what I will call somewhat of a conflict of interest. Um, between, no, no, yeah. Okay. This is actually 
a nice retainer. And I'm not yeah, saying no, that that I, I, is what guides attorneys, but some. Um, well, I mean, some. I'll say it. Money's, <laughs> okay, money's, Christy, money, go ahead. Money's the lever that moves the world in most cases. So it's not surprising. I mean, it's not mm -hmm. surprising that it, I, I, I mean, you know, I prefer. I prefer just, you know, maybe, maybe there was a decent explanation to, as to why it was going on for as long as it was, other than just money. But look, I mean, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you'd seen, she was still able to go and tour. I mean, I find it difficult to believe that a person who's incapacity can go out and still make money and still go out and earn and a put living. put on a pretty good show. A pretty mm -hmm. darn good show. And I mean, I, you know, she went the uh, Liberace route I, uh, route, I think, and just making a, a name for herself in Vegas which was a perfect spot for her. You just want to talk about mm -hmm. cash just, just flowing. Um, I, I don't know how long she did that for. I can't remember, but that was a perfect spot for her. So if she's truly incapacitated, how in the world is she getting up and performing and earning a living? That's, you know, what I, I was most surprised by. And I, you know, and I think I heard some of these excuses. She spends recklessly. <laughs> so she <laughs> how makes else? it recklessly. I, yeah. She can yeah. make, she makes it recklessly. She can spend it. I mean, I, I'd never in my life ever heard of a situation where it's like, well, you know, we, we, we allow people to spend money on whatever the heck they want. That doesn't mean we're throwing them into a guardianship. That we're crazy. Yeah. No, no, right. not at all. I mean, it, it's uh, yeah. I just, I just. Her, Wasn't there her, something it, on Netflix, not about Britney, but there was some other. Yes. People going around getting people to sign. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't. It was like getting an opportunist. people to sign documents. Yeah. Yes. An opportunistic. It was a movie. It was great. I think it was I, all I, I care a lot. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I care yes. a lot. Yes. Great. I'd recommend that. That was uh, an interesting happened. one too, because it involved the, the, the uh, Russian organized crime and, you know, not, not to the extent I've seen, I mean, professional guardians have been put under, I think that one involved a professional guardian. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and they're put under a pretty significant microscope now. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not as easy to, uh, to get that done. And, uh, and typically with, with court oversight, our probate judges here in like the 12th circuit are, uh, are pretty keen on what's going on in those particular circumstances. So I, I, I could say that in the 12th, it doesn't really happen. Some activists might disagree with me, but I've, I've not really seen any indication of anything like that. They get called out pretty quick. Excuse me. Yes, you. Thanks so much for listening to That's What She Pled. We hope you're enjoying it so far. If you have any questions or would like to talk more about this topic, you can find us at lawpoweredbywomen.com. And all of our social media platforms are listed in the show notes. Yeah. What have you, what crazy have you seen? Like, well, you and I handled a case together with a, with, yeah. But <laughs> other than that, have you seen anything that you just from the minute you, 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 sat down with them you thought oh my god red flags oh yeah yeah absolutely it's fun i mean a lot of times it involves a lot of times it involves um a person who has power of attorney over over like a a, a parent and then this person decides they're going to ban all of their siblings from seeing their parent right away that <gasps> the siblings come running to an attorney like right away they're lawyering up and um you know what's going on here why won't they let us see our parent and a lot of times the excuses are, well, the parent gets upset every time the, the parent gets upset. It's not good for them to see their, their, their children because they get upset when they leave. You know, I mean, it, it's an interesting how do they excuse. Ban, how do they ban their siblings through, through legal means as in restraining orders? No, they, they simply tell the uh, facilities right. that they, ah, the, the siblings are not allowed. 
deny them yeah. access. And then the, the facilities don't know any better. A lot of times they say, well, we don't want the power of attorney to come down on us, or maybe the power of attorney might move this person from here and we want to keep this person. And I mean, to me, it's a situation that's more trouble than it's worth. That's why mm -hmm. I say to people, be very, very careful who you're picking. If it's a, if it's a, you know, it, it may not always be the right, the best choice when it comes to finances may not always be the best person when it comes to dealing with, with siblings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, those are always interesting ones. And usually the, there's, there's, there's a, there's what I like to call in guardianship is a type one. So second families. So usually you have a, you have a husband that's married to uh, blended um, families. That's the word. That's the word I'm looking for. What did I say? Did I say second, second yeah. families. That's right. It's that's, that's accurate. Yeah. Or blended families, which blended families is, is, is the way is, is probably a better description though. Um, so you have the male spouse who marries a woman, but they've been married like 25 years. And so something happens where the children from the, the, the wife's side of the family from her first marriage think that the husband's doing something wrong and then they go and they file for guardianship and that just absolutely blows the whole thing out of the wall i mean the case just blows up everybody's lawyering up there's like five different lawyers hundreds of thousands of dollars of money in, in fees and um nothing family, really gets solved in the end and family except that the attorneys get all the money that is being argued about yeah right exactly mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure that there are i'm sure that they're like saying hey thank you i'm really happy that you all can't work this out from atlantis while they're using their parents' money to pay for their their vacation, or or their 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 you know maybe another BMW or something like that, I'm sure they're extremely excited when they're on the lot test driving that X3 or whatever it is they're driving. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But that's mm -hmm. all because family doesn't you know that's all because family members don't know how to get along. So okay. yeah, that's that's guardianship. That's that's always fun. Yeah. So it. A misnomer, and actually, it's funny because when we when we produce advertisements or commercials, billboards, whatever it is, we actually are faced every single time with deciding whether or not to use the the term elder law, which really procedurally it encompasses what you do, but I think it's an absolute Just a part of misnomer. Mm -hmm. Well, true, a part of a part of what you do, but I think it's you know for for whatever reason, I think that there's this this misconception that oh, I I need to plan when I'm older, and I think that's that's just a huge misnomer, right? I mean, it, it's it's best that people sort of plan when early. they're young and growing families, and it's like voting, and you should plan early and often, or at least periodically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, essentially, especially with young families, I think, you know, elder right. law just encompasses, encompasses aspects of the law, which tend to have more of an effect on those that are, that are in our society that are elderly. Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be estate planning. That's going to be long-term care planning like Medicaid. It's going to be you know, probate and trust administration. Uh, it's going to be potentially guardianship and how to avoid guardianship, essentially. But usually when it comes to young families, that it is never too early to plan. If you have a child that's a minor, it's never too early to plan. You know, mm -hmm. you're right. Elder law is a misnomer, but it's just a it's just it's just a capturing a word for for multiple aspects of, of the law. Mm -hmm. um, but really, it's. Um, but a lay person really, may 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 hear that and think that it's something they don't need to worry about for 20 or 30 years. Oh, and I, most do. in theory, I guess. And most like do, especially. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct. I have been getting actually more calls from younger families wanting to who have young children. You know mm -hmm. what's going to happen. What's going to happen with the young children? And what's really interesting about that is, is there's not usually a fight over who's going to watch these kids. It's either the husband's parents or the wife's parents. It's um, mm -hmm. and there's usually no argument over that. Which I, I am actually a little bit surprised about. But it's well, there it's, may it's, be it's, argument. You just don't see it. 
right? I would think by the time they come to you, they've already had their knockdown drag out, potentially life altering divorce causing argument. (laughs) But by the time they get to you, you would hope that they've got it worked out instead of saving that for the conference room. Well, and let's just be honest, too. I mean, typically, if they're that young of a family between zero and 10 years, they married zero and 10 years. I mean, they haven't been together long enough to be comfortable fighting in front of people. By the time you hit 15, 20, you don't really care who's in the room. You're just like, you know what? You know what? I woke up this morning and I actually didn't hate you. It's now 1130 and I now hate you. And, and here I am as a lawyer. And here I am as a lawyer saying, oh, this sounds typical. No problem. You guys want to be alone or are you good? But uh, yeah. So like zero to 10, that's usually, that's, that's, and maybe, maybe I'm being cynical about that, but I think it's, you know, I think it's because they're still a young family, or I'd like to think of if I'm being more, less pessimistic about it, it's because they already had the discussion at home where those discussions should be had. We not won't ask office. you how long you've been married, Neil. Oh, I've been married. It's okay. You can ask me. I'm, uh, I'm an open book. Feel free to uh, pick up my biography. You want to know anything about me? Yes, but no, the life and times of Neil Lyons. That's what it's called. Yes, but no, the life and times of Neil Lyons. Yes, but no. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm teasing. That's I've been good. married almost 15 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so beautiful I... wife, two wonderful kids, two boys who, mm-hmm. as I say, they destroy the house. And, and I'm still looking for my garage door because they did something with it. What? I'm kidding. But you know how destructive. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what story did I, how did I miss that? No, you okay. did not miss that story. But it's a joke I tell because usually it's like two minutes alone in the house has been yeah they, they've 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 bunkerized it and, and hunkered down and you can't find them and stuff is destroyed i know but the beautiful do. part is that they call me miss goldberg and when they're here they're little angels yeah yeah no and they, so yeah, of course they're great for everybody but you that's, that's right what happens before they walk through our doors I that's know right what happens i know i mean yeah. i've got the almost 15 year old who no longer cares to torment me that's sad well, he's also a very polite young man, too. Oh. I've met him. Very, very polite. He is. He's good people. But yours are Indeed. just little dolls and 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 little carbon copies of you in different ways. Mm-hmm. But both of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're fun. I like I like hanging out with them. I suppose I don't have much of a choice, but yeah, I do you have like to it. say that. It's OK. You can. Well, if this turns into after dark, you can be you can be honest with us later. Oh, don't worry uh-uh. about that. I'll handle that. That's no, awesome. I'm kidding. I do like it though. I do. Yeah. No, I've been married almost 15 years and it's, uh, it's always, it's always, you know, every day is a new experience and every year is a new, a new, a new chapter. You, you just think mm-hmm. of it as you're just writing a book and every, every year is a different chapter. She's an angel. For she is indeed. You. Yeah. She's, she's definitely an angel. I know. Yeah. She's but good. she's, she's a pretty strong person in her own right. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I have. You know, I surround yourself with strong women it's just the way it it, it it's just happened that way why throughout my that, life Neil? i don't i'm honestly i don't really know it, it just is it just i just so happen upon them it is my wife is uh she's been a nurse practitioner for what is it now uh going on 16 years so she she already had her whole life squared away i mean she was she was good to go and then and i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that i've been around you know in the attorney side of things litigators women litigators so who are already strong and you know powerful in and of themselves they have their own thing going for them so it just it just so happens to be where i've been the the where i've been throughout my lifetime it just happens to be i uh, am around strong women well it's so it's so cool yeah i mean you're completely comfortable with it. you you have to be to work here i mean we're listen i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't call us straight laced or buttoned up 
I mean, when you walk into the office, no, it's we're fun. like, this is, this is, it's a, it's a serious atmosphere, except that we're fun and family friendly. And this is, we want everybody who walks in the door to be comfortable, but we also, I mean, we have an all female staff, all female, and it is just you. And there is literally not a man on the planet who could handle it the way that you do. And I mean, it's not, it's, it's I, like I say, it's more y'all putting up with me. I have a lot of quirks. Yeah. Well, I, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know it's it, anybody it, is going to say it can't be easy. Yeah. To, it takes a lot to be especially with surrounded. Us. Right. I mean, we no, intentionally I mean, torment you. You know that, right? That's not that bad. I mean, it's not that but, bad. But it's intentional. I really, I, well, I know, but I see, I know that. Okay. So, you know, you try to just, you try to take it in stride as much as you can, but you know, we're all, we're all here for a common goal. And that's what the fun part is. Mm-hmm. It's um, a, com- a fun, you know, we all want to see each other succeed and mm-hmm. we're all part of each other's success. And, um, you know, okay, that's so at the easy. end of the day, when you've had, you know, your fill of being around strong women and we know you're not going to on the drive home, put in your favorite Britney Spears <laughs> track, apparently, what do you do? What you're talking about? uh, What what kind of music do you listen to to unwind, Neil? Well, I typically I've been like for most of you know I'm 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 a pretty big fan of extreme metal. Mm -hmm. Extreme metal music is that what you call it? I don't think that's what it is, Neil. No, it's like it's like no, that's what it is. It's like a subgenre of metal. It's it's there's another word. There's another word. Well, why don't you why don't you tell me what it is? I believe it's death metal. Well, yeah, that's part of it. It's death metal, black metal. Actually, I've never thought about extreme metal. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Black, black metal, death metal, and then there's grindcore, uh, and then there's subgenres of all that. Well, it's there's fitting. Like, I mean, it's theme music for what you do, but it is yeah. indeed. It but, is indeed theme music. Right. Don't ever ask Neil to send you songs to work out to. You'll cry. Well, you know, and it's not. It's it's interesting because it's not all the time. I mean, I'd say it's like fifty to sixty percent of my selection is is the extreme metal but i do love some 80s i have a great 80s playlist i try to i try to share with people you know that's pretty hair much just music all... is the best no no it's not even hair what's interesting is not even like motley Crue or anything like that it's 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 like uh the police it's um yeah. depeche mode it's um nice. it's um new order so um i don't ever hear that coming from your office duran duran whatnot i also like duran, you know duran. Radiohead so, too. Some all. So listen, when your kids were little and they were having like a bad night, and you know you thought oh, a little music to soothe them, what do you pick? <laughs> well, I actually, it's it's interesting because for them, I, I well, I don't pick metal. That's um, the little guy loves it. Actually, my little my five year old, the ring leader in the family, he loves that stuff. He 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 one year said uh, he wanted a microphone so he could sing black metal. That's what he so that's what he said. But for oh, us- kindergarten show and tell. Exactly. <gasps> Can um, you make him a little eighties rocker for Halloween this year? I will. Actually. Do it. Yeah. I want to see it. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> as far as that's okay. As far as playing music for them when they're asleep, I used to actually play um video game soundtracks for them that included orchestration, like the Elder Scrolls Sky- Skyrim, or there's um there's this great song from uh, the movie nineteen seventeen. No, no, nothing like that. It's it's more it's more instrumental. <laughs> Ping, ping. Uh, more symphonic, oh. more oh. symphony and, and whatnot. And then there's that uh, there's that song from 1917 called Come Back to Us. It's a very beautiful uh, score at the end of the movie there that I play for him, little soft stuff. And um, but yeah, the uh, my little guy is actually he, he also loves uh, 
the album Synchronicity by the Police. He's a big he's a big fan of that album. So nice. I played a lot. All right. You I had a I had a, a symphonic Pink Floyd Dark Side album for Matthew when he was an infant. Because we always had some sort of music playing it. He just loved to sleep with music on. And it was it's still I think I have it somewhere. It's got like cartoon animals on the front, but it's a dark side album done all all symphonic. Oh, it's beautiful. This is like the most fun I've had doing a podcast in a long time. Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to say well, that. And cause... just just as a footnote, everyone, at lunch today, somehow we got on this subject. Christy hates musicals. I do. You know, I don't no like cats. musicals either. <gasps> I don't See? like musicals either. Stop except for one. singing it. Just say what except you need to one. say. Except for one. I like yeah. um, The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman, because my, my, my older son yeah. Luke sang that. And there's that one song. What is it? It's uh, Rewrite the Stars. And it's, uh, you know, Pink, I keep it tear up. Pink sings it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a big fan of musicals myself. My my wife, which stinks because my wife loves musicals, and she's like, you know, why don't you just take me to Wicked? And I really do. I need, I just need to just bite them and say, take take you to Wicked. Here we go. You know, yeah. let's just do this. Um, do you hate them in theory, or have you actually attended? Like, I've never had the experience of attending one. It's more of a theoretical thing. I have. Don't okay. Do well, do it for here. Mary because date night. But yeah. Wicked kind of it's. It's the dark version, the dark side of Wizard of Oz. No, that's what I'm saying. See, that's what people don't oh. say. I might actually be interested in that, you know, and because I always tell people like you know, Harry Potter, it's nerdy. Harry Potter is death metal. I'll tell you that right what? now. Stop. Black magic, sorcery. Absolutely. It is. It is. It is absolute metal. So, you know, so. If I'm Wicked sorry, the is score darker, on Harry Potter is not. Not what I'm saying not, is the, the, no. the themes, the themes. Yeah, I get what I you're saying. It's, of course she it's does. dark. It's not death metal. It's awesome. Harry Potter is amazing. Stop. Well, Wait, speaking of, what house are you? Oh, I'm Hufflepuff till I, I die. Yeah. You have you have Hufflepuff. You have something Hufflepuff in your oh, office. When don't it was you? when it was COVID, I used to have my Hufflepuff mask rolling around. <laughs> you know, right. represent. And then no, but I've you have like a a luggage tag on my back. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. It's on your laptop bag. That's right. Hufflepuff till I die all day. <laughs> Maybe on part two of Neil Lyons. We didn't get to anything. We didn't get to how cool you are, Neil. Really? I mean, the awards well, that people... you've won for all of the time that you spend doing your pro bono work and the fact that you are indeed, we should have been referring to you as Mr. President the entire yep. time you've been on, on the show today, uh, president, president of the Sarasota County Bar Association. Um, and we are so exceptionally lucky proud you. of you and lucky to have you and lucky that you put up with us um, i just it's an it's a it's an onion type thing a lot of layers to peel back um as so they many. say it's no big deal though you know it's it's being in a community just means serving that community that's what it means you're not really um a part of you know a member of it if, if you if you if you don't utilize your skills to serve that community mm -hmm. it's hard and, to, to that, that's my viewpoint on it. I don't mean that for as a unit. I, I mean that that's how I view myself. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, that's and anybody I, who knows you, anybody who knows Neil Lyons knows that that came from his heart. Absolutely. Positively. That that is. And what you do truth. is infused with your personality. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it is. You know, I, yeah. I just like, a, you know, my big, if people know me too, one of my big, two big people in my life, my father, Mel Lyons, my, my father-in-law, John Socia, he, John, Dr. Socia was a physician. He used to go to Harlem serve the underserved there back in the 70s my dad served in the navy 25 years and they were big influences on me becoming an attorney so you know it would be dishonor to their memories if if i didn't serve as well in the way that i know how 
Mm-hmm. Well, and it's our honor to have you serving with us. Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure to be with mm-hmm. y'all. I can't believe y'all mm-hmm. put up with me making my nonsense. Well, you haven't it's left fun. us yet, so we'll put up with yeah. each other for a little while. We later. can we can get more into the legal stuff too next time. I mean, it's fun. It's 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 more fun to talk about like how guardianships work, talking about Britney Spears because it's something everybody can relate to. Yeah, um, yeah, or at least everybody could see. So I'm happy you guys brought up Britney Spears. Thanks, Jules. Oh, well, thanks for joining us today, Neil. Uh, not thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you. You got it. So we've got to check out now because everybody needs to go put up their hurricane shutters. <sighs> oh yeah, yeah, we got to do gallons that. Gallons of water too. and fill the bathtub with water and all the. Amen. Make sure you have batteries for the flashlight. Be safe, everybody. Yes. Thanks, be Jules. Safe. Be safe. So we are Julie and Christy and and Neil. So we're we're lovingly referred to as Law Powered by Women and Neil. Um, We are at www.lawpoweredbywomen.com and you can get all of our contact information on the website. If you need anything, reach out and we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to That's What She Pled podcast. Don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Lurson Goldberg lawyers. The content has been made available for general informational and educational purposes only and may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. The content is not intended to be a substitute for legal advice from your individual attorney and the information provided does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice.